Welcome to the third episode of the Eagle Eggs podcast. I'm your host, Henry Conti, the communications coordinator here at the Bellbrook Sugar Creek Local School District. Today we have an episode where we talk to Lori Smith, the transportation coordinator with the district. Lori's one of those people you just love to be around. Any day you have a chance to see her is a great day. Her laugh, which she does a lot, is infectious. She smiles. She's always super positive, which is something I love. Uh, I think having a good or bad attitude is a choice, and she always chooses to have a good one. But we spoke about some important things, including the adjusted start times, the new buses, the new cameras on the buses, inside and outside, and the trouble with finding bus drivers. I think this is a great one, and you're really going to enjoy it. So uh, stick around. All right, Laurie, so tell me, how long have you been with the district and how did you come about being the transportation supervisor? I started September 21st of 2021 as the assistant to the transportation supervisor. And this position as transportation coordinator opened up and I applied and started this in late December, just before Christmas. Okay. So you started with the district in September 2021? Mm-hmm. What were you doing before that? Before that, I was at Springboro. Cool. I was a bus driver at Springboro and did that for many years. And then prior to that, I worked at Paychex doing HR. And before that, I was at Procter & Campbell. Oh, okay. So kind of fun to jump back on the bus every once in a while, but not great, I'm guessing. <laughs> Because if you're jumping on a bus, that means we're down bus drivers. It is, yes. Yeah. 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 I love driving a bus. It's a lot of fun. It's great to get in there and interact with the kids. If I'm doing it every day, it means we are short on staff. Um, <laughs> so, right. uh, But it is fun to do it every so often. We struggle to find bus drivers, as does every district in the area, mm-hmm. in the state. We have seen... So many times other districts actually just canceling routes and saying, we're really sorry, get your kid here. Mm -hmm. Um, We have not had to do that, knock on wood. Right. Uh, Tell me some of the things we've tried. I know what they are, but tell, you know, (laughs) people might think we're sitting on our hands. We're clearly not doing that. We're trying to attract bus drivers here. What, um, What is the biggest challenge in that? It's actually two two things. The first is just the fear of driving something so large. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a lot of people who look at that big yellow school bus and think, oh, I could never, never drive that. Mm-hmm. Um, we have excellent trainers, our onboard instructors, our training staff, and they do a fantastic job getting you comfortable behind the wheel. Um, once you get comfortable behind the wheel, it's very easy to maneuver. Uh, you probably have better visibility in a school bus than you would in your own vehicle. Uh, the second challenge is really it's a unique type of, of job because it's split into, into two sections. And it was best described to me by another driver who said, you know, I work, I work 11 hours to get seven. And it's because we work the hours we, we, we have are before school and after school. Mm-hmm. So we start early and then we stop and then we start again in the late afternoon and we go until, you know, five o'clock. So yeah. it's the hours alone make it difficult for 
anybody to join. So it, it really has to be sort of fit into your schedule, which puts it in sort of a unique category. Yeah. Speaking of hours, we have changed some of the start times and end times of the schools. Yes. You talked about that at the board meeting of why that was an important change to make. Can you tell me about that a little bit more now? So the difficulty that we had was getting one building of students home before we have to be at the next building to get those students home. Mm -hmm. And same in the morning, you know, we, we can start earlier for our first run. Sequential runs after that get increasingly more difficult. Uh, last year, the district went to sort of a three tier setup for their mm -hmm. school start and end times. However, we in transportation remained on the two tier. So we had a set of drivers that drove the first two schools and we had a set of drivers that drove the second set of schools. Um, what we really needed to do was to put our drivers on the same three tiers as what the schools are set up for. Right. That gave us a little bit of flexibility as far as the number of drivers that we can use to get an entire school building home, uh, but it, it didn't do much to answer the question of time. First of all, we're a district of 29 square miles. Mm -hmm. That is a land mass that is huge. Right. And so we have students living at every corner of that 29 square miles. Especially when there's space and not house after house. Exactly. I can't just do a U-turn in the middle of a, a cornfield to, to cut across and go to you know the next house. A lot of times you have to drive all the way around that field to mm -hmm. come back and get somebody on the right side of the road. Um, so the only way that we saw to solving those problems was to adjust school times just by a little. 10 minutes gives us a little bit of extra breathing room. Mm -hmm. It allowed us to go from having 15 minutes to take the entire middle school building home to 25 minutes. And while that is still a very tight time, if I put all of my staff on the road, I can get those children home as close to that 25 minutes as possible. Right. And middle school, for those who don't know, is the first one that starts and ends each day. Correct. You mentioned at the board meeting, really actually decreases the average time on buses for these kids. So in the past, our middle school students were on their buses for an average of 50 minutes. 5-0. 5-0, yep. Now they're on the average of 25 to 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. So by moving the time up and putting my entire staff on the road for that first building, I actually am able to decrease the time that the students are on the bus by 20 to 25 minutes per route. Right. It, by moving these times, giving me a little bit more time between the schools and putting my entire staff on the road for each one of the school buildings, which also decreases the time that they have to get up in the morning. Mm -hmm. So it's not actually making everything earlier. It's, it's in some cases keeping their, their pickup time the same, if not actually later. So that again, they're not spending this, that length of time on the bus. They can sleep in a little bit more. It actually is helping solve a lot of problems. Right. Four new buses. That's super exciting. Very exciting. So the average age of our fleet was over the recommendation for the Ohio standards by the state patrol as far as how long you keep a bus in active duty. Mm -hmm. So by adding these four buses, we are able to bring the average age of our fleet down. 
um, to meet those guidelines. Uh, the other thing that we were able to do is, as with everything, new models mean new technology. It mm. means safer uh, components that you have to utilize to put on the road. So with these four new buses, we were actually able to add some features that will bring additional safety aspects to transporting our children. What are those features? So the biggest feature is going to be adding the stop arm cameras to mm -hmm. those four buses. What a stop arm camera is complete or doing is it is actually recording the cars that are passing the bus down the side of the bus if the stop arm is out, meaning that we are making a stop to pick up children, mm -hmm. that camera is recording anyone who might be running past our stopped bus. Right. Our goal is, your goal is specifically, but our goal as a district is keep kids safe, get them to school on time, make sure they're, they're there. Um, yeah, absolutely. So. Safety uh, is our number one priority here in this department. Yeah. Uh, it, is, it probably is surprising to many people how many red light runner violations we report in a school year. Yeah. Um, it's hard to understand why a, something that's a giant yellow bus with flashing lights would be easy to miss, but it happens. Um, we are discharging students to the right-hand side of the road as much as possible, but on certain cases where we have to cross kids in front of the bus to go to the left side of the road, mm -hmm. when you've got someone who's not paying attention and they run that red stoplight, it puts children in, in jeopardy. Um, so what you get a person who has done, uh, who has illegally passed the bus with the stop arm out, You've now recorded that on camera. What do you do with it? So I think it's also important to mention that the bus driver's job is to safely discharge that student and get them to their place of safety. Mm -hmm. So just to explain what's going on in those brief moments, and we're talking literally seconds, the driver pulls up and stops. They check traffic. They check all their mirrors. They, put, they turn on their red lights and put that stop arm out. They discharge the student and in split seconds, they're watching traffic and they can, they can really tell who's going to run that red light. Right. So at that point, our focus has always been on the child's safety, whether it's honking our horn, whether it is, you know, telling the child to stay back or not get off the bus. Our focus is 100% on the children, which makes then it a challenge to try and get the information off of the car that's passing us, that's right. doing the violation so that we can issue the citation and, and really educate and stop this from happening. By adding these cameras, we are not only going to be able to capture information about the make and model of the car, we're gonna be able to capture the license plate. So there's two cameras added to the side of these four new buses that capture the information on the front of the car and then one that faces the rear as it passes that mm. is in the height of the license plate. Conversely, if someone passes us from the rear of the bus as we're discharging students going out around us and passing us to the front, the front camera is also in the height where it will capture the license plate on the back of the car if they're running us tail to nose. So this is really gonna give us that extra part of gathering the information and allowing us to really 
issue those citations and, and stop this from happening. Right. So uh, a message to drivers, uh, if you weren't careful before, please be careful now. We don't want to give you a citation. We just want to deliver the students safely. Absolutely. All right. So we also added dash cameras mm -hmm. to the front of the buses. And this is actually, um, we added this to over half our current fleet. Mm -hmm. Those dash cameras are going to give us an extra area of vision for anything that's happening outside of the bus, not just these red light runners, but it gives us a greater field of vision for uh, things that are happening on the outside of the bus. So that is an, an added measure of security. Um, we also were able to upgrade these buses to um, download this video footage inside the bus, outside of the bus, the stop arm cameras, using a Wi-Fi signal, we're able to download, download that almost in a sort of real time. It's not exactly real time, but as long as it picks up a Wi-Fi signal, mm -hmm. I can access it from my office. So if there's an altercation going on in the bus, there's an altercation going on outside of the bus, all the driver has to do is radio into me and I can see what's going on in pretty real time hmm. what, what's transpiring on the bus. And that just gives us a greater opportunity to respond faster uh, and get help as needed. Uh, what is your favorite food? Coconut shrimp. Really? <laughs> yes. That's, that's what I haven't heard yet. That's awesome. Uh, what about favorite drink? A cherry limeade from Sonic. And they have the best ice. <laughs> the little ones? The little ones, gotcha. yes. Uh, what about your go-to emoji, favorite emoji to use? Uh, the thumbs up. Thumbs up? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, favorite movie? One you got to put on when it's a great day, bad day, whatever it is. Mm, when Harry met Sally. Okay. And what is a quote that you go to that you use on a regular basis to kind of help you cope or just something you people would say that, oh, Lori says that all the time. Family first. Family first. Family first. <laughs> Family first. I say it all the time. Gotcha. I, I truly believe that um, we are a family here in the department as well as everyone has their own family. We're going to take care of our kids, our students, like their family. We're going to take care of each other like we're family. So I truly believe in family first. And for those who didn't pick that up because of the mics, that was Miss Bo yelling from the other room, family first. So <laughs> yeah. thank you so much. Absolutely my pleasure. So the Eagle Droppings will be uh, the events and... Items coming up that we want you to know about so you can stay informed and come to the school and, in, and join us and enjoy yourself either at homecoming games, musicals, concerts, uh, big events like art shows, little events. It doesn't matter. We want you here. We want you to be a part of our family. We think of our district as a family. We think of our community as a family, and we want it to be as big and cohesive as it can possibly be. But we can't do that without you. We want you here. We want you in the building, and we want you to be one with us.
So, without further ado, I bring you this week's Ego Droppings. We have Board of Education meetings August 10th and 24th, so make sure you're uh, there. If you can't be there, make sure you're watching the live stream so you know everything that's happening in our district. There are orientations for the middle school on August 10th and 11th. 10th is 6th grade, 11th is new students. Freshman orientation is on the 11th. Teachers get to start their year on August 14th. BCI has meet and greets on the 15th. BHS has an open house on the 15th. Stephen Bell has first and second graders meet and greet on the 16th. And then kiddos, adults, parents, guardians, first day of school is August 17th. BMS will have an open house on the 21st. BCI has an open house on the 23rd. And just a reminder as we move into September, there's no school on September 4th for Labor Day and no school on September 15th for a professional development day. So that's all the news you need to know right now. If you have any thoughts about anything we should be covering or comments about the podcast, please feel free to email me directly at henry, H-E-N-R-Y dot Conti, C-O-N-T-E, at B-S-S dot K-12 dot O-H dot U-S. And please have a good day. If you can't have a good day, have a great one.